0: Saul disobeyed God and didn't complete all of the instructions of God. And God was sorry that he had made Saul king. He removed the kingdom from Saul, removing the Holy Spirit from Saul, and even giving an evil spirit from the Lord to trouble Saul. And God sent the prophet Samuel to anoint David. Replace Saul. But Saul continued to be king for many years, and as long as he was king, Saul tried to kill David. There was an evil spirit from God that troubled Saul, and when David played on the harp, that evil spirit would depart. So they would call David when Saul was troubled. And David would play, and the evil spirit would depart. But also it came to be that Saul, even while David was helping him, Saul tried to kill David with a javelin that was in his hand. 1 Samuel 18 And David went out whithersoever Saul sent him, and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. And it came to pass, as they came when David was returning from the slaughter of the Philistines, that the women came out of all the cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tabrets with joy, with instruments of music. And the women answered one another as they played and said, Saul hath slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. And Saul was very wroth, and the saying displeased him. And he said, They have ascribed unto David ten thousands, and to me they have ascribed but thousands. And what can David have more but the kingdom? And Saul recognized that. Therefore, he set his goal to kill David. Verse 9, And Saul eyed David from that day forward. And God had removed the Holy Spirit from Saul, and God had given the Holy Spirit, to David. So David has the Holy Spirit, and Saul has been given an evil spirit from the Lord. 1 Samuel 16 But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold, now an evil spirit from God troubleth you. Let our Lord now command thy servants which are before thee to seek out a man who is a cunning player on an harp, and it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from God is upon thee that he shall play with his hand, and thou shalt be well. And Saul said unto his servants, Provide me now a man that can play well, and bring him to me. Then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse the Bethlehemite, that is cunning in playing, and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, and prudent in matters, and a comely person, and the Lord is with him. Wherefore Saul sent messengers unto Jesse, and said, Send me David, thy son, which is with the sheep. And David came to Saul and stood before him. David loved Saul greatly. And David became his armor bearer. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took an harp and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well and the evil spirit departed from him but now saul has his eye on david and saul is going to try to kill david first samuel 18 and it came to pass on the morrow that the evil spirit from god came upon saul and he prophesied in the midst of the house and david played with his hand as at other times and there was a javelin in saul's hand And Saul cast the javelin, for he said, I will smite David, even to the wall with it. And David avoided out of his presence twice. And Saul was afraid of David, because the Lord was with him, and was departed from Saul. It's not at all unusual today. For people to be afraid of us who really belong to God. They see that God is with us. They know that God is with us and they avoid us because they're afraid we might say something about the sin they're doing. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways and the Lord was with him. Wherefore, when Saul saw that David behaved himself very wisely, he, Saul, was afraid of David. But all Israel and Judah loved David because he went out and came in before them. And that would have upset Saul even more. 1 Samuel 18 And Saul's daughter, Micah, Love David. And they told Saul, but this pleased him. And Saul said I will give him her that she may be a snare to him, and that the hand of the Philistines shall be against him. Because Saul said to David, Bring me a hundred four skins of the Philistines, and I will give you my daughter to be your wife. And that pleased David, so he took a band of men and went out and killed these Philistines and brought this back to Saul. But Saul had hoped that David would be killed by the Philistines. So this was another way that he tried to get rid of David. Verse 28, And Saul saw and knew that the Lord was with David and that Michael, Saul's daughter, loved him. And Saul was yet the more afraid of David. And Saul became David's enemy continually. Second Samuel 3 verse 1 Now there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. But David waxed stronger and stronger, And the house of Saul waxed weaker and weaker. And for many years, Saul pursued David into the wilderness where David had fled. And he tried to kill David. But God protected David. When you are afraid, what do you do? Call on God for protection. Call on God for deliverance. Not long ago, a friend of mine from the past called me and wanted me to meet him for dinner or lunch. And I gladly greeted him and was very glad to hear from him. And I like a, like a little kitten or something, I jumped into it and was so enthusiastic. And then the next day he called and said he had a headache and he wasn't going to be able to meet. And I began to wonder... Because I hadn't asked God, should I do this thing? I just moved by my own flesh. and But when he got that headache, I began to wonder about it. Maybe this wasn't of God. And so I prayed asking God to somehow remove him if God didn't have a message for me to bring to him at the time we were going to meet for dinner. And I asked God to protect me. The next day, when we were supposed to meet, it had been postponed from one day to another. I wasn't at all surprised when he told Pam, who had called him on the phone, to confirm whether or not we were meeting. He told her he was returning home because his doctor had told him to come back immediately and leave where we live because the altitude is high where we live I wasn't surprised Pam has an outstanding story of being delivered by God David was continually delivered from Saul by God because God was with David Pam went to the same college her sister went to and the sister was always trying to involve Pam in things Now, Pam had been born again by that time. The sister set up one of the meetings at a bar, and when Pam got there, it was so awful, and the people were so lewd and so drunken that she just turned around and left and walked back to the dormitory. Then her sister came to her, wanting her to go to one of the fraternity parties which they had at a creek nearby the town where the college was located. And the men in the fraternities built little huts for their dates. And they were to roast marshmallows and do things like that at the outdoor party. Pam didn't realize this was going to be a sexual party. But when she did realize it, she told her sister she couldn't do this. Her sister said, you have to because your date doesn't have time to get someone else to go with him. You must go. Pam was a very young person at the time. She turned to God and said, please help me. Let me get appendicitis so that I will be ill the day of this and won't have to go. So Pam woke up the morning of the event and she felt fine and she was disappointed because she did not have appendicitis pam noticed it was raining slightly that morning as the day wore on the rain increased and by afternoon a man from the fraternity had called pam and told her that this had never happened before but the rain had washed away some of the little huts that the fraternity guys had built therefore they were going to have to counsel the party. God delivered Pam God delivered David God delivered me we are the children of God and sometimes by our flesh we jump in and get involved in things that We think later, maybe I shouldn't have done that. There's a proverb, Proverbs chapter 6, I believe it is, that tells us, Deliver yourself if you're snared by your own words. My son, if thou be surety for thy friend, if thou hast stricken thine hand with a stranger, thou art snared with the words of thy mouth, Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Do this now, my son, and deliver thyself. When thou art come into the hand of thy friend, go, humble thyself, and make sure thy friend. Give not sleep to thine eyes, nor slumber to thy eyelids. Deliver thyself as a roe from the hand of the hunter, and as a bird from the hand of the Fowler deliver yourself it's fine if you give your word you'll do something and you see it's the wrong thing deliver yourself just call and say I can't do this one time I had been invited to be on ministry television shows in different cities two cities at that time Dallas and Phoenix I was returning from having been on such a show in Detroit. And on the plane, I heard, don't do any more TV talk shows. Of course, I reasoned that surely God would want me to fulfill my commitment in Dallas and Phoenix. But he didn't want me to fulfill my word. He wanted me to cancel those shows. So I picked up the phone to call the TV host of the show in Dallas. And I thought, well, what can I tell her? And I heard from the Holy Spirit, why don't you just tell her the truth? And I said, oh, the truth. Hmm. Because, see, basically, we don't want to tell the truth on things like that. But I called her, and I said... God has told me not to do any more TV talk shows. Therefore, I need to cancel your show. And she said, oh, fine. She didn't care. It was amazing. I had made such a big deal out of being committed to it, and she didn't even care. If you're snared with the words of your mouth, if you commit to do something before you pray about it, If you're taken with the words of thy mouth, do this now, my son, and deliver thyself. Give not sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. Deliver yourself. And sometimes, as in the story of the little hut, the Christian will be a very young person and just unable to get out of it, and God will deliver you. Because we belong to him. Pray like like Jesus said, deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil. I just begged God recently when I had gotten trapped in something. And I said, please deliver me. Please help me. And I said, I was foolish. I didn't even consider it. I just agreed to do it. Deliver me, please. And he did. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.